guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. I'm your host, Josh Kalinowski, and today we're flying solo because you know what month it is. You know it's October or ish or sometime around there, and uh, my man James is out on his sabbatical. Uh, I tell you what, I look forward to this this time of the year for him. Uh, not necessarily for us because we we miss our James, man. The guy's a a great impact in our lives, but I'm so excited for him and uh, this sabbatical that he takes every every year uh, because one, he's following his passion uh, and he's he's truly just living that out. And you know, we all experience some burnout in life. We all experience that uh, those moments in life where you're just like, man, I need a vacation or I need to just I, I need to get my head right again. And even though this is not, this is the opposite of a vacation, he is working harder than uh, he does when he's at his, uh, his other job. But uh, this is a great opportunity for him to really reflect on the things that are important in life and the things that mean a lot to him. And uh, he gets to live it. And uh, wouldn't we all be just so amazingly fortunate to be able to do that? To be able to go for you know three weeks uh, and do something we're tremendously passionate about and uh, be able to rejuvenate and fill our cup and uh, come back and bring life back into other people. Because uh, I know every time he comes back, every time he comes back, uh, he comes back overflowing with excitement, enthusiasm, and a new lease on life. And uh, we're at the beginning of this, uh, the stages of him just leaving. So it's going to be a long three weeks without our man, but we will survive. We do well. We do well when he's gone, but we do even better when he's here. Um, hey, today, listen, we are uh, we're talking about the 10 things that you need to have to, to take ownership of, to have in your life, to live a life of extraordinary impact, influence, and faith. And we've gone through the first six already. And I, listen, I know that uh, some of them you're like, man, man, I, I think that's pretty obvious. But here's the thing is that a lot of us just don't do it. We don't apply it. Um, but hopefully there's been some twists in there, some, some maybe some um, defining moments in there for you to realize that, yeah, I, I got to do more of that. You know, number one was start digging. And, and, and just a really quick recap, uh, this last weekend, I needed to start digging again. You know, I was, uh, I don't know about you, but man, there's just a lot of things going on in life right now. There's a lot of things going on, just not in personal life, but there's a lot of things going along, uh, around and along in in the country and in the world. And, and uh, you know, I've done a fantastic job over the last couple of years of just staying away from all of that. But um, it was time for me to take some ownership and understanding and knowing what's really going on in my own backyard. And my own backyard, I mean by my own country. And uh, it has been a little bit consuming, I'm not going to lie. And I haven't always done the best about handling the things that I can't control. And so this weekend, I, I had to start digging. I had to get to the root of the issue, the root of the anxiety, uh, the root of maybe even the fear to a certain point. And, um, and I was able to do that. But the only reason why I did it is because I knew I needed to start digging. I needed to start digging to the bottom of the truth. And then, of course, I needed to own the story which was number two, I owned the story of what was really happening. What was bringing me this anxiety? What was bringing me this uncertainty? And I just, I literally just followed this formula, this, the, these, these, um, these steps that I am sharing with you. 
You know, I gave away authority. I brought men into my life. I brought my wife back into my life in, the, in those those uh, in those circumstances, and I shared with her, and I and I listened to them. And by giving them authority, I applied and I took heart to what they had told me. And then I chose my heart and really, and so this was a perfect example of it as I went and ran the bridal trail, uh, this weekend. And I did uh, two laps because I'm in preparation for, um, the beast. We're going to finish our trifecta, uh, Jimmy and I here in about, uh, in a couple weeks, or maybe by the time this is out, you're going to already, we've already done it, which would be awesome. Cause it'll be in the rear view mirror. Um, uh, but I did two laps around it, which is, uh, after we did it, it was, or after I did it, it was a little bit over right, right around eight miles. But I needed to do something hard physically to get my mind where it needed to be in order to start digging. And then I, uh, and then, you know, exercise your no muscle. Well, I, here's how I exercise my no muscle is during those runs, I kept on trying, I kept on convincing myself of these false truths. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I, that is definitely what it is. And by understanding what the real story was, I was able to say no to those false truths. And then, of course, I had to cut the tether, which were the lies and the things and the people and the, you know, the challenges that were really holding me down. So I just cut the tether. I cut the rope. And now, going on to number seven, I have to move my finish line. And how does that apply to this situation here in general? And, and so let's talk about that. Moving your finish line. Let, I want to I want to tell you the story of how this came about. Uh, we were in Vegas. Uh, a lot of our agents were in Vegas. We were down there for an event a couple years ago, and I was talking to um, uh, one of a uh, really good buddies of ours, uh, Dustin, and we were literally were just having some one on one guy talk, just life and things, and just what was going on in life, right? And he was sharing with me some things and I was able to kind of talk to him and share with him about some things and situations. And uh, he, he shared with me one thing in particular and I just responded to him like, dude, you gotta move the finish line. And it was one of those aha moments. I was writing the book as well too. And it was one of those aha moments like, wow, that really needs to be in the book because it's so true. And it was like something that connected so much of my past to my present and what I was failing to do. How many of us has been in a situation where we crossed the finish line a long time ago in our lives, but we kept on still looking back at it? Or maybe there's a situation where you were never ever able to get to the finish line because something happened and was taken away from you and you're no longer able to pursue that finish line. And so you have to move your finish line. So first of all, that you, you can see it. But if you've already crossed it, you have to move and create another finish line in your life. And that's exactly what I need to do. That was exactly what I was telling and, and, and expressing to Dustin is like, dude, let's move the finish line so that we have another goal to attain, that we have another, another way of creating momentum in our life, some purpose that we need to have. And so if you feel like you're stuck, it's probably because you have no idea what your finish line is. And when I say finish line, I want to make sure that I'm very clear on this. It's not the destination at the, that's uh, not going to be the complete destination. The, the, the finish line is the finish of that project or the finish line is the finish of that thing that you're, you're chasing, right? The finish line 
is the thing in sight that you're pursuing. And oftentimes we're always too busy looking in the rear view mirror to pay attention to where the heck we're going or why we're even doing it. And so as I looked at my finish line, as you all, all, as you all well know the story too good about no more baseball, I was still looking in there and I was still now having to, I, I was, I was uh, challenged with, I was really struggling with this idea that I would never cross that finish line. And the thing that I had to realize is that's not, that was no longer the race that I was in. My finish line for that chapter in my life was no longer ever going to be in sight again. And coming to that realization, as painful as maybe that might be, it was, also, it was also very relieving because now I could focus on a new finish line. Something that I could design, that I could go after, that I could create. And I could pursue. How many of you know somebody in life that never moved their finish line. You know, if you're, if, if you're my age, uh, you've probably had like your 20th or 25th, uh, graduation party. And it's quite evident of those that never moved their finish line. Those that are continuously stuck in the past and stuck in the memories of high school and heaven forbid, even farther than that, uh, talking about the glory days and the games that were won and the moments that, uh, were experienced. And hey, listen, that's great. Nostalgia is good. But I will tell you, uh, if that's all I get to talk about is my high school days, then I have not done anything with my life. You know, I always find it interesting now that that I'm a little bit older and I hope that I'm more mature uh, when I hear these high school graduation speeches and they talk about the future and They talk about basically what they're trying to convey is how great high school was for them and to them and how this was the pinnacle and now they're moving on to this next chapter. And, but you know, Hey, this, but, but it's not, you know, to a certain point, it's not going to get any better than this. Or they're, they're stating that uh, you can go and you can conquer the world. And and it's uh, the reality check is like, welcome to the real world. For all of us parents, for all of us that have gone through college and and had years of life under our belt, I got to imagine you're like me where you just kind of sit back and go, wow, you have no, you have no clue. You have no idea of the things that will happen to you in your life, both good and bad, both tragic and joyful that are going to shape you in ways that you can't even fathom right now. And if you continue to pursue and you continue to, uh, to, uh, elevate yourself and continue to grow and to continue to challenge like the, the most insignificant part of your life is going to be high school because of the things that you've done in your life and the things that you've pursued that were worthy of your dedication. And as so as much as I enjoy my high school memories, 
They are but a very small chapter in my life. Chapters that started to define me, that started to mold me. But I am so glad I grew out of them. I so, I'm so glad I grew out of that kid, that childish kid in his childish ways. And so as you are hearing these 10, 10 very important things to take ownership of in order to live an extraordinary life, moving your finish line is such a key component to that. And so I want you to, I want you to think back now. I want you to take some time. And I want you to, I want you to think about where in life, maybe you haven't moved that finish line. Is there a relationship that has still harmed that you still can't forgive that maybe you're still trying to get over that you just need to move that finish line? Is there a hurt or a pain that you experienced that was done to you or that you have felt and you've just never been able to get on with it because that finish line is still staring you back or staring right back at you? What finish line do you need to move in your life in order for you to pursue? Pursue the next greatest chapter of you. I love the fact that I just had to go through that weekend. That I was able to revisit why these steps are so important. And we still got three more. And I will promise you these next three are going to light you on fire. These next three are going to give you that strength and they're going to give you clarity on how to pursue a life of extraordinary impact, influence, and faith. That's all I got for you on this one, you guys. Listen, uh, always, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Uh, the shares, the comments, keep them coming. And you know, the price of admission for this podcast is simply this. We all know there's somebody in your life right now that needs to hear this message. So, who are you going to share it with? All right. You guys have a wonderful one. Love you all. We'll talk to you soon.